How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, Troll Gang. Let's give a warm welcome to Sammy P in the stew today. Hello, hello. It's an honor to be back. Hello. It's an honor to see ya. How you doing? I'm doing good. We had a little bit of drama around here this morning, but things have calmed down. Are you gonna are you gonna tell the class? Well, do you know what happened? No. Are you I'm just I, I just like to check always if you're watching my goddamn Instagram stories because you never do. And I thought we were friends, but I guess not. I literally it's like posted 30 seconds ago, and that's when I'm watching them. Well, you didn't watch my I guess you didn't see my bear adventure today. But there was a lot of drama trying to get this bear to leave um the tree by my 
Okay, when you said did you hear, I was like, are we talking national news, pop culture news, personal life? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Oh, God, just this, like, fucked up bear <laughs> that would not leave and was just, like, inciting my dog into a tizzy and making it extremely hard for me to concentrate on sister wives and do my job. Why was your dog out? Side with the not bear. outside inside but the tree is literally touching my house so the bear is a foot away from the house and the glass door and and the tv and just making everything just about itself trying to get apples so okay well i would like to for anyone who is a listener of the patreon you might remember Sammy, you've incriminated yourself and you said that you've been collecting the apples and leaving them in a nice little pile. And I now you're that. like, I was now doing, you're like, okay, Emily, you're like I was gaslighting this bear and no, being like, why are you I here? I was dropping the apples far away from like a place that was safe for the bear to eat, but the bear wants them fresh from the tree. Like he only likes them if he's literally biting them off the tree. And I just think that that's really unreasonable of this bear. So. Well, if you went to a place that sold like day old goods, you know, for a reduced price, you would assume they also have like fresh goods. You know, you'd be like, this is a place that's. Well, he's completely stopped having the day olds. He thinks he's too good now. So, anyway, we've got a bit of a problem with this bear. Um, and this reminds me of a little. <laughs> no. Where are we going with you this? Don't, you don't want this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, one time I was interviewing for Fruits and Passion which is like i don't know if they have that in the states it's like whatever bath and body works or body shop or some shit like that and um it was a group interview like did you ever have to do these like for um for retail and stuff like that where they'd have like all the people sitting in around that might get the job and so it was Mm -hmm. like it was like five of us in this group interview and there was just this one like really like it was all like teenage girls and then this like 60 year old woman with just like huge frizzy hair dressed in like a weird outfit like patchwork like vest and like you know just not fitting (laughs) and every time they'd ask a question like okay so what's a time that like you had to solve a customer complaint this lady would like talk about selling honey by the road (laughs) and she was like so sometimes the bears they come out and they they try to get your honey and I have to tell them go away and so the bears, they can be an unhappy customer. <laughs> Everyone was just like, oh my God. Like... And then I'd like realize that I've like become her. Like the whole story of my life is like leading up to me being just like that lady. <laughs> Weirding everyone out with my like, and then the bear and we had to, but he wouldn't go. So we got those. <laughs> that is, yeah. Now those are, that's your skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have weird frizzy hair and weird outfit and I just literally talk to myself about the bears. So, yeah. Look, okay, I get it. I am becoming crazy bird lady while you're becoming crazy bear lady. So that's where we're at. Summer 2023 was supposed to be maybe a hot girl summer. Um, It's a crazy animal lady summer. Like I have just been like I keep watching the bird feeder that I got I can see it from my office desk um and I was like <laughs> I felt so pathetic like um like people have like put out all this Halloween candy and are like waiting when no one comes <laughs> and there was no there's been no activity except for 
the same bird has come and flown into the window like three times like oh, kamikaze no. itself i know and i'm like am i luring it like to its death so it's a lot of drama in my life um and i'm wondering if maybe the the bird feeder is doing more harm than good <laughs> <laughs> can you move it to a less dangerous location for the birds it's not near the window well it's like they had to fly it's like attached to the edge of the balcony they would have had to the bird would have had to fly past the balcony to the window like it's not near the window well it's kind of near the window okay yeah it's like yeah it's a couple feet away but i i thought that was a safe distance i don't know what i'm getting myself into or even if i bought the right feed like i gotta you might have to go back to square one ornithologist sound off let me know what i can do to improve my setup yeah um region montreal yeah region north east north america Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um in other cursed news um i watched the trailer for special forces season two and at the start i was like "Ooh, we should cover this um but i think it actually might be too cursed even for me i might check in on it yeah it's got your husband tyler cameron Oh my god, I can't believe he did that without even asking me. I know. I know. He's so bold he's, and brave. I know. He's a free spirit. He's he's on it. So is Tom Sandoval, Black China, Brian Austin Green, um, Jack Osborne of the Osbournes, Tara Reed, um, Kelly Rizzo, who's the widow of Bob Saget, uh, Jojo Siwa, and Nick Vial. truly cursed truly cursed except for your beloved and he'll win he'll definitely win okay well there's like there's there's other random athletes that i didn't include because i don't care about that oh yeah there's like some nfl players and stuff um okay well maybe one of them will win but i don't know i see tyler taking it like the thing about him is he's just like really athletic so is he still your one true love after all this time and all the time story <laughs> like yeah we've we haven't gotten to connect in a while but like i think the love is probably still there i mean i might check in on him on the show just to see how he's been <laughs> i miss him you're gonna be like drew barrymore's stalker hey i have to talk to you <laughs> tyler cameron it's me <laughs> <laughs> i have to talk to you now <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure he's used to it at this oh point oh my god he loves it didn't he didn't he put out a book called like ladies i'm a good man or something like, yeah it was like you deserve better <laughs> he's just like he just loved his mama and loves flirting with girls in a good-natured way and being a ladies man nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that we're not here to slut shame anyone um i love that for him let's get into the episode today i am so excited we are covering sister wives oh yeah and stay tuned for next week when we'll cover jersey shore sammy's return yeah whatever i'm not yeah that's great Uh, thanks for the those announcements i'm fully in sister wives (laughs) 
zone right now like i'm immersed i'm channeling i don't have time for thoughts of any other television show but yes we will be doing that next week okay well let's get into it you psycho freak (laughs) (laughs) yes um i would like to talk about what a psycho freak i am for sister wives but first i'd like to ask you sammy what is your relationship to this show none i've never seen it i had never seen it i've seen clips on tiktok um but extremely minimal exposure to any of the characters okay okay i you (laughs) thought you'd never ask i thought you'd never ask I've been a longtime watcher of this show, like from back when I used to watch it, like on the television, on like cable TV. I I watched it when it was one of the more functional shows I watched back when it was kind of like that. And you'd watch John and Kate plus eight, but under the premise of like, look at all these cute kids running around. Oh, my God. What a big family. Wow. And for it to really implode in such a messy way and become the reality tv that i i truly love is incredible and i say that also because my queens my favorite wives now ex-wives which we'll talk about they are coming out on top and so that's why i can truly celebrate that's great and very feminist of you yeah i guess i i could see how the show started off as kind of maybe more like 18 kids and counting vibes like, yeah, they're possibly dangerous religious sect, but, like, they're just like us in some ways. Well, it's not – yeah, it's not even really trying to be relatable, but it is – yeah, it's, it's, it is very early days of 18 Kids and Counting kind of vibes where it's that whimsical TLC music and it's like, oh, my God, like, even though their lives are so unusual, they're pretty normal and down to earth and they love to goof around – um they i mean i think whether people watch the show or not everyone's seen little clips of it because it's just been around for so long especially how it started to heat up in the last couple years um but just to give a little bit of background so the family is (laughs) made up or is was talk more about that but it's one husband cody brown four wives and 18 children in total um and the season uh, the the show started back in 2010 which we had some should we talk about should we put a pin in this and talk about the hits of when this first aired sure okay well we've got <laughs> on the billboard charts august 6 2010 we had not afraid by eminem omg by usher Billionaire by Travis McCoy featuring Bruno Mars, California Girls by Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg, and Airplanes by B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams, who we later learned thought that those airplanes were flying back and forth across the flat earth. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever hear about that? B.O.B. is their flat earthers? I did not know that. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you do. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Another fun fact is while the show started off as Sister Wives, um, it's basically become wife. There's one wife left. (laughs) 
as of today. And all of this started to fall apart basically right before they started filming this most recent season, season 17. And it the we, one wheel fell off right before and the rest fell off throughout throughout and it's kind of intimidating to jump into a show that has been airing for so long but this if anyone is is not a watcher and wants to start watching this episode gives you a great kind of like synopsis of what has led them to this point um so the first wife christine left cody in november of 2021 and then they started filming and Janelle left, um, and Mary, the third, the original wife, um, left via a joint Instagram statement. And that's, yeah, that's preceding us. Preceding? That's where we are today. Yeah. And this episode, even though it's brand new to, to air, is quite stale. Like, this was filmed december 2021 i believe november 2021 Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's a bit of a time machine yeah yeah and so yes we kick it off with them saying previously on sister wives and it's just giving you that background but it sets you up for cody not taking blame for anything and he's just basically He's your classic really shitty guy. He's got anger management issues. He's gaslighty. He's whiny. He's a little baby. But I think why I love this show so much is that his wives are always harping on him and making fun of him. So he's always made to look like the fool. Yeah, I've never seen such a like funny, silly little angry man. Like he's so serious. He's so humorless and filled with impotent rage but he's just stomping around with his curly little raggedy ann hair and like he just looks like so small in every way i know and and the wives have always loved to just riff on him like always just rip him apart the library's always open they always roll their eyes at him and point out what an idiot he is and then that just makes little angry cody even angrier Except, well, I don't know their full... I've never seen Robin make fun of him so far in this episode. She seems like she is, like, his little defender. Well, yeah. Sobbin' Robin is very loyal, and that's why <laughs> she gets to be the queen bee. Um, Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on Robin when she comes into this episode. Um, but we started off with Cody saying that it's strained and it feels like a civil war... Christine moved him out of the house recently, um, but also things with Janelle are strained, and it hasn't felt like a marriage with Mary for eight or nine years. So all of this is really coming about because Christine started the the divorce process, and now all of a sudden, Cody had been fighting for this family and talking about what an amazing family they are, and now he's like, I never liked the other wives anyway. Yeah, but he openly disrespected Christine. I had seen a clip of, I think it was a reunion or some sort of TV special where he says to her on stage, like, I was never attracted to you. Not on our wedding day, not since. 
at no point did I feel like that sort of like physical romantic attraction to you. And she's just like, okay, like, how dare you tell me that on TV? Like how humiliating. And shortly after that, I think is when she was like done with him. So what does he think is going to fucking happen? Well, she was already on her way out. And that's why he was saying that. Like she was already kind of like not really feeling it and bringing up concerns. And at first she was bringing up the concerns under the premise of like, let's fix this. Yeah. And and then Cody, you know, was unwilling, was like, well, it's all your fault. You fix it. And that's when, you know, he, he started flailing. But he's like, I'm not that surprised that he's willing to discard his wives and not really care other than his own like ego but seeing him discard his adult children was chilling that and that is why really the real driving force behind the divorces mm-hmm. so it, it's hard to like separate everything out because you have such extensive history from the show and the family but basically Cody something important to know about cody is like he he needs to feel powerful and special at every moment and the only people that are going to make him feel that way are robin his fourth wife and little children like the way that little children are just like adoring and like oh my god and they need they need him little kids and robin Yes. And so he had like 1 million children with all the other women. But at this point, they're all grown up. Robin came into the picture way later. So all these grown up kids are starting to realize that they've had this deadbeat, power hungry dad this whole time. And he's got his fourth wife who's younger than the rest of them, has these young, adoring kids who need him. And that's where his allegiance turn. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Robin coming, Robin came into the family and immediately basically started to i want to say break things apart because everyone has to play a part in it but she just wedged her way in and Cody completely favored her and any little fractures that were there in the family started to like splinter and turn into what they are today yeah it sounded like that was the first like well no first of all they said in this episode things were never good they said at the beginning our family was very dysfunctional like from the beginning and then they were like and then it took a dark turn when robin came and then it took a really dark turn during covid so it sounds like started in the shitter and just kept sinking lower and lower yeah yeah i guess it's it's hard to it's hard to see what's real like because you're just looking at them you know reflecting on it retrospectively but at the same time i mean they all got married after knowing each other for weeks or months you know fundamentalist mormon style and courting out in public like basically without even really knowing each other and then having to rearrange all the cogs in the machine because a new wife is coming in like you're having to get to know this new husband who you don't know and all the uh, and his all his wives it's an impossible task Mm -hmm. and she had kids from a previous marriage so there was a lot of new dynamics there clearly I mean, I mean, every wife coming in, like every wife coming into a plural marriage has to deal with like everyone readjusting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the one who was really down to clown from the start was Mary. I mean, 
she's wife number one. She allowed all these other chicks to come through and she still wasn't trying to leave him. She's like, let's work this out. And he's like, please leave me alone. Oh my God. I, it makes me, Mary makes me cringe out of how sad the situation is. Like her desperation, it's palpable. Um, I know. And he was like, he's like, I just don't feel like you're courting me. And she's like, I didn't realize I was supposed to court you. And he's like, he just says to the camera, now, I don't want, I'm not saying that Mary should chase me. In fact, I think that would be very off-putting. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So he's like, you know, you're not giving enough effort, but actually don't touch me and don't be near me. I don't even oh. want to talk to you. Like he said that they were friends and she was like, I don't even think we're as close as friends are. Like you only want to talk to me like once every two to three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob yeah. wouldn't even let her in the house. No, I know. And everything, so the way I said everything started to fall apart during COVID is I'm pretty sure Cody used COVID as an excuse to push all of his other wives away because he gives me Republican vibes. I think he even re- ran for some Republican, like s- small seat in local government at some point. And that he cares that much about COVID safety. Like, I'm just not buying it. Hmm. I mean, he does seem like he actually has, like, whatever the OCD is that people get when they're afraid of germs. Like, he had, like, I saw in the flashbacks that he had, like, buckets of, like, (laughs) all the clothes had to go into on the porch to be, like, disinfected. And then, like, so he was taking it to steps that nobody asked anyone to take it to. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well something's not adding up but something ain't adding up that's for sure because he's still in 20 in the winter of 2021 was saying like okay well if you guys come to visit for thanksgiving you'll have to quarantine as a family and all be tested before i'm willing to like see you yeah i i think his paranoia is real but i also think that it's fueled by him hating his family of course. And, it's and a I think it's a bit of both. It's a, it's a loyalty test to me. Yeah, he's always trying to play weird power games with people, but he's he's fully lost control of, of Christine. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and so at this point, they're all living in Arizona. And that's where we start off. And even the whole reason why they live in Arizona is because this show started off in Utah, where most Mormons live. Um, but it polygamy is very illegal in utah and they're going to have a lot more scrutiny towards it than other states um because of the reputation of it so they were first under an investigation so they quickly moved the family basically in the middle of the night to nevada where they thought that you know that that they would be more protected um because the laws are more lenient and then cody moved the family again uprooted them to flagstaff arizona and he said it was because of high interest rates, but you'll see a pattern. He always defers. It's always secretly about deferring to Robin. He really moved there so that Robin's oldest son, Dayton, could attend a, a local university there in Flagstaff. We know this because the older kids of the other ladies are starting to speak out on YouTube and Patreon. And they're spilling all the tea. Like, this is what they can't acknowledge on the show. I'm sure they're not, like, going to break the fourth wall like that. But that's what's happening in between filming. 
is they're they're calling out his bullshit but at the same time they still they own this land they were gonna break ground on and all build homes on this place called coyote pass and cody's talking about how everyone had rentals while we were waiting to build but robin's rental was sold out from under her so we were forced to buy her a home no no you weren't cody yeah he said there were no rentals in the entire area yeah and sob and robin is crying and saying i didn't want to buy a house she's (laughs) i was trying to leave my thoughts on her until the end but she's a weasel everything she says to me is a lie she's just as manipulative as Cody, but she uses her her tears, her little tearful act to manipulate. Like, I didn't want to buy a house, but I had to. Like, I would be out on the streets, like trying to trying to get like our sympathy. Um she's never forthright with what's actually going on. Um so Cody saying how he felt like Janelle's kids weren't being careful. So he basically like abandoned them during COVID. They called up Robin and were like, hey, can we have our dad back? This was unacceptable to Cody. And so because of this, they're not having Christmas together because he like demands their respect. Yeah, they're at a stalemate. And Janelle's like, so you're not comfortable having the kids around until they apologize to you and Robin. But he kind of like won't cop to that on camera. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's fine to be around them. But they need to, yeah, show respect. And so she's just like, I don't get it. Like, I don't feel like we're welcome. So anyway, we're going to be doing our own thing for for the holidays. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we're going to have to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with how this unfolds. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. And we're back. So, yeah, the whole the whole thing of not having Christmas together so that they can... Or, sorry, I'll start again. Um, the whole thing of not having Christmas together because the boys aren't being respectful... Cody also adds in that he doesn't he he needs them to guarantee that they're not going to bring up COVID or politics during this time. And I wish so badly that they could show what kind of political stuff they've been fighting over. Yeah. I understand why they wouldn't put that in the show. Yeah, he's like, 
He's like, every time they come over, it ends up in a big argument about politics and COVID. And I just don't want that stupidity in my house. It's like, well, you're going to have to cut the cancer out right at the source then, Cody, and kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You are the fucking nexus of all the stupidity I've seen in this house. This house of like 12 houses. He spreads his horrible seed everywhere. Well, and out of, like, all the kids, you know, 18 kids with a shitty dad, like, there's going to be dysfunction because you you already have, even just online, you have some of the kids fighting because a lot of them are outspoken about leftist politics. Um, Mary's one kid is um, an outspoken um, trans activist. And then on the other side, you've got some Blue Lives Matter kids. So, yeah, I could see it getting wild but like yeah cody is the source of all this yeah i mean nobody can accept that change is inevitable when children are reaching 18 20 22 25 like kids that age don't all gather for holidays with all their family always forever until they die all the time like they might go on to do other things, but they're like also trying to keep everybody together when they're naturally just growing up and putting a lot of drama on that and then add the fighting. And it's, it's a lot of crying. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they do in like functional, happy families, but we don't, you and I don't really <laughs> well, have an insider look at that, I, I guess. The size of this family, like 18 adults, ch- adult children. And then they're going to start having their own families. Like, that's just not logistically possible to get together every holiday season, I would think. But anyway. But it is But it is when it's your job and you're being paid to film together. That's, like, the other unspoken thing is um, it, it's estimated that they make anywhere from 25000 to 40000 per episode. I don't know how much, if any of that is going to the kids, but... For the whole family or each? For the family. Oh my god, no wonder they look like shit. That's, like, not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. I mean, well, and part of why I said, like, Christine and Janelle are my queens, um, in the beginning is, like, they they have been running the family since the beginning. Christine has always been a breadwinner. She's always been super practical. She's always gone out, worked a full-time job, did the accounting for the family. And Christine, or... Sorry, that was Janelle. And then Christine was always the 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 person doing childcare. She would look after like 10 plus babies all day, every day. Um, and so, yeah, like money struggles is, are a really ongoing thing with them. Because even, even if they were making like crazy TV money, I mean, divided by 18, it's just not, it's not really ever going to be enough. No, but if it's... $25,000 divided by 18 <laughs> like not 18 plus four wives and one husband like it's just that's yeah that's still like I can see why they're like we can't afford to pay off Coyote Pass well that's per episode keep that in mind but still yeah like they have they they, they never have enough money except when Robin needs anything and then suddenly they have the money right um, but but now back to so back to Christine. At this point, she's the only one who's fully taken off. 
She's in her house in Utah. She's relaxed. She's moisturized. She's glowing. Um, she talks about Janelle wanting to spend Christmas now with her and cut to Robin. <laughs> I call her Sobbin Robin because like while hypocritical, like I, I'm very mu- I'm very much a crying girl myself. Like Robin, she just like she just weaponizes her tears. So she's crying about the holidays but never acknowledging like what a part she had to play in this, which is why I think her and Cody are so good for each other because they would rather die before acknowledging any fault in any situation. Yeah. I mean, I will give her that she seems to be actually sad. Like she, she seems to want the kids all together and the wives all together and some kind of friendship. And she's sad that that's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Anyone would be sad about like a family breaking apart, even if it's for the best. And and I do think she's actually sad, but just it's it's the crocodile tears combined with her being like, I don't know what happened. It's like you happened, Robin. Like, I mean, you can say like, I don't know. COVID was a messy time for everyone, especially if you're going to be like a family of 18. But Cody spent 100 percent of his time with her during that time and before that he had been spending like 80 percent of his time there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah all the other wives were like i don't even have a husband anyway of course i'm gonna take off um but meanwhile like janelle has a trailer set up at coyote pass and she wants to move forward with it um i'm not exactly sure why maybe she just wants a gathering place for her and whoever whichever kids want to be there but they at this point have a year to pay off their loan or else they'll lose the land and they have a significant portion of the loan still to pay off meanwhile like janelle has been like one of one of if not the main breadwinner for this family so i'm like give this woman what she wants yeah she's out there on raw land roughing it in a trailer like damn it's badass. She is badass. <laughs> she is mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> so at this point, so she does have a rental and Christine comes by just to visit. And they talk about how they still consider each other sister wives, which technically they're not. I mean, Christine isn't even really part of the religion anymore. Um, she's monogamous now. Um, and they kind of joke about how they didn't like each other at first when they when they first like joined into the family. Um, and then they're just ripping on Cody, which is like, I feel like how they bond the most. Um, and they always have. Um, they talk about how like, he would just kind of treat all of them like their beautiful assistants. Like anytime he, they would be trying to do something, he'd be like, I'll do it and just come in and like, treat them like an assistant. But Christine is talking about how she would just mess with him on purpose. And she enjoyed this. <laughs> and I enjoy that for her. Is she your fave? Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, yeah, her her and Janelle, like, I follow them closely on Instagram. Um, I keep tabs on them. They're both, like, MLM queens, <laughs> or maybe just Janelle at this point. They're the only ones who get a pass, okay? If they want to <laughs> run a pyramid scheme... 
I am okay with it. I think they're even like LuLaRoe people. I'm just like, they can do no, no wrong <laughs> in my books. <laughs> um, but they're talking about like how silly it is that like Co- they can't have Christmas because Cody's demanding an apology. Um, and Cody's trying to put it all in them, but they're having none of it. Um, but then we go, they're like jovial and like getting along i think they're the only two in the family that ever actually liked each other and christine always said she she was the third wife she grew up in a plural family and she always said that she wanted to be the third wife that was always her goal as a child because she said like the first wife there's too much pressure on them um the second wife comes in and that's like a big shock to the family but she's like by the time there's like a third wife that's come in um you know, everyone's kind of used to, like, multiple wives and they could just kind of, like, slip in there. Hmm. Yeah. Third, fourth, fifth. Those would be good spots. I don't... I mean, I don't... I don't... want. I guess. You Wait, you really? Wait, why? Why do you think that? Are you just saying that? What do you mean? I just am saying I agree with her. Like, those are would be the power spots because by then you come in... Yeah, the family's not as maybe as disrupted, but you definitely have the best chance of catching his eye because he's going to be tired of the other ones by then. And he's going to slow down soon after that, because how many can you really have? I mean, unless you're like the leader of the cult, like Warren Jeffs, then you can have as many wives as you want. But I I, I would like happily be a, a sister wife. I would be down with it. I'd want to be the first wife because I'd want to be like, mm, this is the way we've always done it. So this is how we do it. Like, I'd want to be special. Yeah, I could see that. But do you think Mary is special to Cody? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's different for every plural family. I know this because of my large sample size of the Brown family and the family from the show My Five Wives. <laughs> is that the but show where the first... they live in the rock? No, that's a different polygamous family. Oh, yeah, okay. I watched that one, too. So no, this That's three. But in my the show My Five Wives, which is actually pretty boring because they all like each other, um, the first wife is always trying to flex being the first wife and be like, well, like everyone should like listen to her. Um, but now we cue to Robin's house, and this is where like like we were just hanging out at like the cool kids' house. This is clearly like the losers. It's Mary and Robin meeting up for a very tense, awkward gathering mary shows up and it's snowing outside um but they have to meet outside and stay there and cody or mary is cold and robin goes i think i remember cody getting you some coats for christmas so where are they um and rob mary's like well they're at home and so (laughs) Robin gives her like the thinnest little shrug blanket with like holes in it and is like here is that enough she's like uh could you just like lend me a coat this is Robin in a nutshell this is exactly her little sneaky ways yeah so then she goes and gets a coat one of Cody's coats and (laughs) and Mary's like oh when you put it on me it'll it'll feel almost like Cody's giving me a hug and Robin's like aw do you want me to like hug you when I put the coat on you and you can close your eyes and pretend it's Cody and Mary's like yeah and then they do it and laugh (laughs) I was like this is rock bottom Mary (laughs) I mean (laughs) not getting a hug transferred to you through his actual wife (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I think I think rock bottom happened at whatever point it was communicated to her that Cody doesn't like her and that he's like last season he said he's indifferent to her. Like she called him on their anniversary. He's like, Mary, why are you calling me? Like literally direct quote. And she's still sticking around in Flagstaff like of the hope that they can all reconcile. I know. She's like, I just want to work it out. I want to work it out at least if even if everyone else leaves, like maybe just our families could stay together. And Cody and Robin are like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Loki, this is like also an aside, but Mary's also a bitch. Like Mary is like not a nice person behind the scenes. Like not in this episode. She's fine. I don't think she other- comes off as nice. I don't think any of them really do. Janelle and Christine, I guess, but. Yeah, or maybe they're not even that nice, but they're, like, funny and charismatic. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you would want to be friends with them yet, but they're my friends in my head. Yeah, I mean, Mary slayed with her turkey monologue. That's for sure. (laughs) No, I don't want to be friends with Mary, just Janelle and Christine. But yes, this was her her big, yeah. Mary shining moment. This was her shining moment. She, yeah, she's talking. She talked about Thanksgiving coming up and how she used to be the one to make the turkey, but now Robin makes the turkey and because Ro- Cody likes Robin's turkey. <laughs> she's like, oh. Cody liked my turkey just fine till he had Robin's. <laughs> she's like, wait, that sounds. <laughs> starts laughing and like she's just like, I mean, mine is sweet, hers is savory, and he did sign up to like all of our turkeys. <laughs> tried hard enough he could i was like oh no (laughs) it's yeah i mean they used to they he used to be passed around to all those turkeys (laughs) he used to see them all once every fourth night like that was their thing when they first started the show for for the longest time he would go one night to each wife that's wild yeah i mean Mary, Mary's story is sad for so many reasons. Like she is, she does have a sense of humor about it, but Cody was depriving her of love like so severely that she tried but failed to have an affair because That's so embarrassing. She, yeah, she was being catfished, so she actually unsuccessfully had an affair. Or like, I saw, she was catfished by this lesbian, but. I mean, I'm getting such strong lesbian vibes from Mary. Like, she should really look into that. I get some from Janelle as well. And maybe Christine. But Christine is happily engaged to a man. But, like, all of them were just like, I'm just here for the other wives. Like, all throughout. <laughs> true, true. Like, I I kind of feel like the other wives are so chill with everything. Because they genuinely don't care about Cody and never have. Yes, you're right. Janelle is also gay. <laughs> 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 but yeah mary was being was being catfished but then it was like so it, it there was there was this weird season where it was like them trying to reconcile with her having an affair but her being like devastated that the other love of her life was like not real but the whole thing cody just used it as more leverage to push her away yeah but she only had the affair because she's like well i'm alone all the time like he stopped even having nights at her house at all um and Robin is questioning whether it was all an illusion and whether they were hiding things from her in the first place cuz she thought that they were all operating as a family and it's like they were i mean definitely not the most functional family but they had their system 
and for her to like the fact that it's dysfunctional now it's like it's not that they were hiding anything from her it's just yeah she's just making herself the victim yeah she came into it with like rose colored glasses mm-hmm. um and mary's talking about how everyone thinks she's a sad sack um she said like you know people tell her that she only sticks around because that's how she believes that she can go to heaven um and she's like i never believed that in the first place like (laughs) i stuck around um i'm i was here because i love cody and i'm still here because i love cody and i still have hope and i'm still just as committed as i was when we got married that yeah it's extremely cringe to say all this about someone who has expressed so many times that they don't want you don't love you don't want to be near you don't even really want a friendship with you and you're like well i'm still in this marriage i'm still committed i'm still in love no babe you're not whether you want to be or not you are not in that marriage i know and sob and robin is now crying and saying that she wants the ladies to give her teammate a break like cody yeah i know she's like we have to carry the torch and i'm like what are you fucking talking about she's saying that they have like that mary and her have to team up to like pull the whole family back together it's like girl get a grip it's gone but mary very calmly says like i mean she's like well i would be down but he probably wouldn't care about my support (laughs) yeah i know i know she's like aware of it but like is still hanging on so it's it's pretty wild but it seems like what they're all really upset about is christine like robin says she's actually has like clinical depression because she's so sad that christine left the family and cody is just enraged yes which we see hates being rejected yeah which we see at our next scene when cody and christine meet for lunch and this brought me this brought me great joy because christine could not be more relaxed could not be more happy cody could not be more upset and pathetic yeah yeah he's he's such a little freak going to meet her for lunch and then just bringing like the worst vibes ever and she tries to like hug him and joke around about him being like sick and acting like a little baby he's just like well "Well, i'm not laughing i've never been laughing (laughs) (laughs) i know even beforehand in the confessional he said christine wants to make nice but he's like i don't want to make nice i want to spend some time hating her yeah, I know that that chilled me to the bone. Like that is like some fucking like Ted Bundy shit. Yes, that's exactly that's just it. This noodle haired man is like he hates women in general. He um, might be he gay might- too. And not that <laughs> like that's a separate thing from Wait. <laughs> that's a separate thing from the serial killer thing, obviously. I love nobody more than the gays, but like He's giving me family annihilator energy. <laughs> and I don't know if he likes any of these ladies. I guess Robin. Well, he likes, like, I think he would like a, a tree stump if it was loyal to him. Like, he just needs. Like, he, he doesn't. Maybe he's not even, like, into, like, a certain gender or sexuality. He's just, like, a dom like he's just like a freak who's into like people submitting to him and like making people feel small (laughs) it's like when those 
it's like the politicians are like, my pronouns are you as a, like his pronouns are like, submit to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> well, like, but that's what he, he said at, towards the end of last season. He literally said the f- words like everything would have been fine if there had been patriarchy in place in this family. <laughs> and like at this point, Co- Christine and Janelle were just laughing. They're like, what do you mean? Like, you have all the power. He's like, exactly. If I, if you guys had respected my power, like everything would have been fine. I would have guided this family. <laughs> oh my lord! But <laughs> cut back to him and Christine meeting for lunch, and yeah, he missed his daughter's birthday because of COVID, and Christine is just laughing at him. Yeah, she she's just like. She's like, I'm sorry, but I heard like a description of you from our kid and like she can't help but like laugh. And he's like, I was in the fetal position on the floor crying. I wasn't laughing then. It's like, yeah, but we can laugh at you. And she just keeps laughing. <laughs> you know, she just keeps laughing. And it, then he does the creepy confessional being like, I don't want to make nice with her. I'm betrayed. In fact, I never want to see her again. And I just want to spend some time hating her. And it's like, you never want to see her again? Like, you have kids with her. Like, you're so, so weird. Many, so many kids. But at this point, like, the some of her kids are starting to blow off the lid on what a shitty dad he is. Oh, yeah. And it'll just get worse and worse for him. Yeah. She's so happy that she's not married to him anymore. She's just like laughing and saying like 27 years I spent with that guy and I'm just not married to him anymore. And she just can't hold down her blissful laughter. She's hysterically laughing while saying this. (laughs) Yeah. It's giving, you know what it's giving is Nicole Kidman walking out from her, her divorce with Tom Cruise. Throwing her head back in the sun and just like you're free. Yeah, she's free. And that's where we end this episode. And so we're going to watch the rest of it implode throughout. Yeah. It will continue to unfold, unravel, explode. (laughs) On the most dramatic season ever of (laughs) Sister Wives. I mean, maybe. I I I just feel like this has been over a decade in the making for me. So... Well, I hope you get everything you wish for. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have like I, <laughs> you know, I've gotten I, I've gotten all the the inspo I need. Like Christine posts like a schoolgirl. She's she's engaged now to her new boyfriend. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. He's just he he's so adorable. He kind of looks like Mr. Potato Head, um, and he's always smiling and like every other day she posts these like gushing like this is the love of my life i've never been happier he's so good with my kids like she it's i it makes me feel excited about my own life mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm happy for her it's never too late like 27 years like it is not too late to like start over and have a fresh new lease on life never too late no I know they're all I don't yeah I'm not sure exactly how old they all are but yeah it's never too late it's never too late for them to get Botox either and I hope they consider it because it (laughs) was tough to look at them in HD like 
I don't know why they haven't invested any money. Sammy, that's not. <laughs> that's rude. I know. <laughs> I know. But it wouldn't take much. But like, goddamn. Robin's been doing a lot of hard frowning. Like the years well, she spent with him have really been hard on her. <laughs> let's start by brushing out her curls first. Okay, let's start with some easy fixes here. Because <laughs> we're either with Robin, we're either working with unbrushed curls or um, like crunchy gel waves yeah the way they dress their makeup styles it's all so tragic i don't know how just like they're like mom they're like you know out of touch mid middle america moms i don't know what you're what kind of kind you're expecting them to serve but after 17 seasons on tv i expect them to know just the basics of how to apply makeup and do hair and yeah (laughs) i expected more i expected more cunt to be served (laughs) i don't i don't need them to have their plastic surgery glow up like that's not botox isn't plastic surgery but is it not what is it then what is it Mm. sammy it's just a little wink and a nod it's just a little it's a little kiss from an angel little tickle and a yeah okay well gee i'm like i don't have botox are you able to look at my face i don't know how to yeah i don't have it either i can't afford it but if i had been on tv for seven seasons i'd be looking so snatched you would if you were given tlc money i fear that it might verge into like darcy silva territory that's so rude when you say that to me i would be (laughs) I would be looking that's, so good. You, that's you a- just just be feel lucky that you don't even have to experience how hot I would be, okay? Because you would <laughs> not want to stand next to me. <laughs> I mean, it's not. That's not a dig on your looks. That's just a dig. No, that's it's a dig me. on my taste. It's a dig on my ability to to wade through the different procedures and determine which would be appropriate. Yes, I stand by that. <laughs> well, we'll see. Look, we'll, we'll see. Look, maybe if if this podcast takes a turn and we become, you know, thousandaires, um, thousandaires. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll see who's right in this hypothetical scenario. I look forward to that. Stay tuned for that <laughs> and much more. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll be back next week with Sammy Sweetheart returning to Jersey Shore after a long hiatus. See you guys then. Au revoir, mes amours. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.